One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Uh, Tim Vine joined us, comedian, Sutton fan and uh, darts aficionado. Yeah, he started the podcast, Paul. Yeah, he has a kind of, needs. yeah, he's, done a, he's doing a new interesting podcast, although we really had to talk him into it. <laughs> seems to have, it seems to have run out of interest after one episode, but it look, does. we'll find out. You'll get, you'll get the gist of that. We headed to Qatar. You'll be aware of um, Dave the Cat that was uh, befriended and he's being adopted by John Stones and Carl Walker. And uh, we checked in with Kelly Allen. She's looking after Dave till he flies to Manchester. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. Lovely, yeah. So uh, we good. found out how he's getting on. Lots of and fun with that, wasn't there, Paul? Yeah, we had a birthday spread. We did. And we talked about stuff you'd found in your dinner and a few nativity stories yeah, from the it listeners. It all came up. It all came up. Here it all is. Hawksby and Jacobs Daily World Cup Podcast from TalkSport. TalkSport. Good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon, Charlie. Afternoon, Paul. Uh, I got uh, my, my dad sent me a picture. Yeah, did he? The, uh, yesterday of mm. something he'd eaten. Oh, that's always um, nice. It's always nice, isn't yeah. it? Uh, but he is West Country, of course, so it's normally like a bit of roadkill. You know, you swear as a, as a as a young man in the pubs they used to eat badger ham, Paul. But I don't know if that's true or not. Badger ham. Badger man. ham. Okay. Like the ham of a badger. What, what's the ham of a badger well, like? I've no idea. Yeah. He, he swears in the pub. On the bar, they used to have badger ham. I don't oh. know if that's true or not. Anyway, this was a piece like of... a sort of Sunday lunchtime freebie. Well, yeah, like you know, to keep you in the pub. Like they used to bring out a... something a bit salty. Yeah, they used to bring out a, a tray of roast potatoes. Do they still do yeah, that? Yeah, pub? No, probably in not. The pub? Why not? We are going to a very old school pub tonight. Maybe they still do <laughs> yeah, that there. Maybe, they'll Charlie, do maybe there'll there. be a big maybe tray be... of roast potatoes waiting oh, for you in there. Anyway, what he was eating yeah. was a bit of old venison. Not mm. a bit. Of, I'm assuming it was new venison. I don't yeah, that's where it's been. A bit of game, anyway. And on the on the on the packaging it said fragments of bullet metal may remain <laughs> in the venison yeah so i wondered if today we could do what was in your dinner yeah that was, what was in your, that was me Char- that's charlie's what, choice what was in your dinner what was in your dinner i mean whether you were warned about it or not because you're right it says here fragments of bullet metal may remain uh, vulnerable groups should refer to fsa advice on lead in wild game <laughs> it's a proper bit though isn't it you don't yeah. you you don't your venison makes, just makes, you know makes you realize you know they, they, they haven't got all of the the uh, bullet fragments out exactly so, how uh, else do you think they sort of kill it run up to it with an axe or something what, what just, it is just boo I don't know. How they just frighten it. <laughs> so, if um, what did you find in your dinner? You can tell us yes, that please. Uh, this afternoon. We're going to trouble the animal kingdom this afternoon. We are going to cross to Qatar to speak to Kelly Allen, who looks after. She, she's part of the Qatar Animal Welfare Society. Okay. She's looking after Dave the cat. This was the cat yeah. adopted by two of the England players, John Stones and Carl Walker, and they've decided they would like to take it home. You think? Not an unlucky cat. 
Um, so, sometimes cats are unlucky, aren't they? They're seen as unlucky. Yeah. You don't think that's well, why... I mean, we, we lost to France. It depends how you look at it. Did we, you have to ask Dave the cat whether he felt quarter final was just about. It would be a constant reminder of, of crashing out in the quarters when well, we I could have got decided, to the final. They decided to adopt him before they played that game. Oh, okay. So I don't know if they're having second thoughts now. I doubt it. Now. I doubt it. So we'll try and get an insight into how Dave feels about all this. Yeah, and the, um, an interesting letter to uh, the Telegraph today regarding that, which we'll bring you later on. That's nice. Um, yeah, Tim Vine's going to join us. Paul Parker. Um, because, uh, uh, you know, Luca Modric you're saying look it's a bronze medal still to be won we've got to go again yeah. and the Morocco manager saying much the same thing but it must be difficult mustn't it to get yourself up again to play in a third place match I mean, it's, it's, an, it's an interesting one isn't it, isn't it? because you, you sort of go does anyone care do the players care is it a chance to run out the, the all the players that didn't get a yeah. but I expect Morocco really really won well, I mean, it, yeah, I you would thought. say third place in a World Cup in yeah. Morocco is absolutely sensational isn't it yeah. I mean maybe Maybe there's not quite so much sheen on it from a Croatian point of view because they were in the final. Do you last get an time. actual medal, Paul? Do you know? I don't know if they do. Is it actually. just like a you know? I think it's well just, they just call it a bronze medal shake. match. I don't know. Look, Paul will tell us. He yeah, played great. against Italy, and Paul Parker uh, played against Italy. I mean, not all the boys who played in the Italian ninety third place game against the hosts. Um, had played in the semi-final, but Paul had gone through all the emotion of that. Of course, yeah. a big part to play, laying on the goal for Gary Lineker, being the person the ball ricocheted oh, off of. And a lot of um, a shame. emotional uh, effort went into that game. Then he's got yeah. to pick himself up three days later and play against Italy in a meaningless game. Yeah, they should uh, do it all the way down. You know, when the, when it stops being four games a day, which is always a disappointing day, isn't it? When yeah. it's, oh, it's, all the football stopped. It's just like they should just keep playing. Just work out who came thirty second, who came thirty first. Well, you know, all those you're, you're going to love the next World Cup okay. then, because uh, Dale Johnson, Mr. VAR, has been looking at uh, the uh, three uh, centre World Cup is coming up: LA, um, sorry, USA, Mexico, and Canada. Yeah, and um, it's, a, it's double the amount of games we saw last time the World Cup was in in uh, that part of the world. And uh, the kickoff time is going to be very interesting. There were very few West Coast games last time okay. around. This time there's quite a few. Obviously, you've got games in Mexico, etc. Games up in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. So lovely. We're going to see some interesting kickoff times. Oh, great. There'll be no daytime football. You won't oh. have to have a sneaky afternoon off work. Oh, you'll be getting up early. Watch like that. Well, you might be getting up at about bags under their eyes. Four the in the morning yeah, like, to like, watch the match. I'm watching a test. The test cricket. Pints in the air at the box park at four a.m. in the morning. Hey! <laughs> It'd be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> Hung over by eleven. Yes. Yeah, exactly. um, what did you are. find in your dinner? Charlie wanted to know oh, yeah. as his choice this afternoon. I found a metal bolt in uh, in my fried breakfast in a cafe in the East End. When I brought it to the attention of the chef, I'm not sure he's a chef. <laughs> I think he's a, there's a very fine line between chef and cook. <laughs> you think he's? Oh, well, you don't he know. went. Oh no, I've been looking for that all day. It's off the deep fat fryer. <laughs> what was it in? The nothing more something? was said. Rory the Hammer, you don't what mess you about in the East the... End, do you? No, you don't mess. No. Oh, well, you end right. up in the deep fat fry. Might be a different sort of bolt you'd be looking for. Yeah, for that's the right. Um, so there we are. Thank you, Rory, for yeah, that. Thank you very um, much. Steve in, uh, in Bridlington. My grandma used to make lovely chocolate buns. Blimey, where's this going? <laughs> when I was about 10, I bit into one and found a full size sewing needle. She still doesn't have a clue how it got there. What a thought. <laughs> what did you find in your dinner? Charlie's yeah, yeah, got a lovely. rich seam here. Off already. Hawksby and Jacobs Daily World Cup Podcast from Talk Sport. Talk Sport. 
We were chatting to Keith Dell, a former world dance champion. 40 years oh. since Keith won the title. Shorty. Couldn't believe it. He's still there as a sparkler working for Sky at Ali Pali. All gets underway today, of course, the World Darts Championship. And uh, among the comedians uh, that love their darts, there is no greater fan of the sport than our next guest. Plays it a lot. Oh, yeah. He loves it. the darts. Who doesn't love the He's got a trophy. He's got a trophy. He's got a trophy. He's got a trophy as well. And a trophy. <laughs> Two tickets tro- to Dottingham, I think, dro- was the advert, got wasn't it? Trophy. He's got a trophy, mate. And uh, he's now bringing us his own darts uh, podcast. Yeah. And it is indeed uh, uh, comedian Sutton and England fan Tim Vine. Hello, Tim. Hello. How are you? Yes, it's a trophy. It's, it's basically a cross between a trophy and a drone. <laughs> <laughs> it gets it's just a trophy that gets delivered to your house. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. When people I, say, me slightly, you said I've got a podcast because really I've only done one of them, <laughs> yes. an okay. episode, and I'm not sure whether I'm going to do the next twenty. I find it's called Board of Numbers. Oh, lovely, yeah. B O A R D, and yeah. uh, and the idea I thought, which which is a, probably a better idea on paper than to actually do it, mm. is to uh, talk um, in uh, analyse each number on the dartboard. Twenty one episodes, because yeah. all the numbers end and end with end with the bull. And I thought I'll st- twenty one. I thought if I start the day before the World Championship starts, the last one will be on the day of the final. Um, yeah. I've, I've done the first one, and uh, it turns out there's more to say about one than there is about two. Because oh. I, I what sort of, <laughs> want to talk about two. What sort of one facts or yeah, what sort of one conversation the did you have? The madhouse. The, uh, they call it the madhouse. It's got its own special place in darts. Two bad darts players trying to finish on a double. <laughs> is a, yeah, when they've got down, when they've got down to double, double one. when it's gone to double one, you could be hours. A, it's like they shoot horses, don't they? Isn't it? <laughs> but I do talk a lot about the fact that it is the scourge of the amateur dart player the, the fact that uh, um, you know it's it really you go for 20 and everything drifts into the wild mm. <laughs> but uh, and it's, uh, I play for a darts team on a, on a Monday night near where I, where I live and uh, it there's one of the, my favourite jokes is uh, uh, dart jokes is around uh, around the one and that is when you if you don't know where you put your darts you go so what have I done with my darts and then uh, someone will say uh, have you checked in the one <laughs> 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 lovely yeah that's smashing isn't it yeah. So I, I, I mentioned that, and uh, and then I just talked about uh, various things that... that uh, what did I talk about? I, I talked about quite a lot, but I've actually rubbed it all off the whiteboard now, so I can't remember. I saw, <laughs> I've got two facts on it. Um, it's called Annie's Room as well, the, the double one. Um, it Annie's Room? Yeah, that's one of the... And, and again, on my podcast, cause I, <laughs> because I thought I'd done a great deal of preparation, I said, I don't know why that is, because I haven't looked it up. Oh, right. <laughs> Annie, who was Annie? You know, yes, I don't know. Annie's room. room. I hope his room. If it's clean, I'm looking at now. <laughs> yeah, don't read out if it's not Paul. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, you do a lot of, you have a lot of yeah. ideas, don't you, Tim? And you often create them from your home. Well, I, yes, I think a lot I, of the time. I, I'm, yeah, exactly. I've got, a, I've got a lot of ideas, and uh, and sometimes, uh, I mean, I, I do that. Whenever I used to, I haven't been to any meeting with anyone important in television for a long time. But whenever I normally reveal one of my ideas to someone, normally they say the uh, immortal words. It sounds like part of a show. <laughs> It sounds like a strand, Tim. Yeah. It's a strand. Yeah, I have a nasty feeling. That's what this could be as well. But, I mean, the fact is, on, I, I, I stick it on my YouTube channel, and who cares? It's also audio. My YouTube channel is called Tim Vine Televisual, so straight away I fall down there. It's oh. not visual. Uh, so, it's, you know, it's going great guns. Yeah, yeah no, I think it's going... But um, who do you fancy for the world, then, Tim? Well, that's interesting, because I, I, I think I want Michael Smith to win it, uh, but just because... I think he's got the the most fantastic throw, and and also he's he's just so much talent, and clearly that that 
thing of getting over the line has been a bit of a problem for him. But he won a major tournament recently that I don't, uh, again, I didn't look it up, but you can look that up, listeners. Um, and uh, so I think this is his year. I hope so. For an outside bet, I'm Callan Rids from Newcastle. Uh, he got to the quarterfinal last year. Fantastic player. I mean, the thing is, I was writing down some of the sort of the, the, the people they think may have a chance. You know, MVG, obviously Peter Wright, Gerwin Price, Nathan Aspinall, and then you start looking at all those. It's pretty much everyone: Rob Cross, Johnny Clayton, Van der Berg, of course. Yeah. Uh, Dirk Van Dijvenberg is probably more of an outside shot, but Joe Cullen, Luke Humphreys. I mean. It's all these it's exciting, young things. Yeah. Back in the day, it, it used to be that that nobody was any good at darts who was over forty-five. Well, that's been blown out of the water really in previous in recent years. But something in in my psyche feels like there's something there's something freakish about yeah. seeing someone in their early twenties being brilliant at darts. Well, they think there's a lot of excitement about a young Bo Greaves, eighteen-year-old Bo Greaves. Well, I think the other person I was yeah. going to say, yeah. amazing player, mm. just amazing. I mean, I, I was chatting to. Uh, um, Russ Bray about this, and she was, uh, and she, and he was saying that uh, the the best, you know, the best uh, female player we've ever seen. You know? Yeah, I mean, that's right. That's what they're amazing. all saying. And, and I was watching some some clips of her on YouTube. Just, you know, just a beautifully natural throw. You know, when you see somebody, you just think these are, yeah, that's a, you know, that's a proper throw. I mean, I look as I'm, you know, chucking a book at someone across a library when I throw. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I've looked up uh, up in Annie's room mm, yeah. as a darts term. It's yes. it's, it's all pretty straightforward. Um, yeah. Up in Annie's room or up in the attic refers to the space at the top of the ball where scores are doubled. No more, uh, no more to worry about particularly there. Uh, in the double one up in Annie's room, a less romantic and more inviting idiom. Uh, blah, blah, blah. It tells you all about that. It's in the Lingo of Darts book uh, from yeah. 1939. Also in there, uh, yeah. from the Lingo of Darts uh, from 1939, few games are so rich in quaint idioms as darts. Many survive from the days when puff darts was a popular game in most inns. Yeah. This was played with a long, bra- r- long brass tube through which was propelled oh. by a Player's breath, a small, light feathered dart. A like blow a, dart. Like a blow, blow dart. Blow darts in your Bring pu- it back. In your pub. Bring back blow darts, uh, Tim. This could be well, your. Uh, get, well, maybe that should be. Maybe uh, my, maybe my, uh, my podcast should just, just gradually move into blow darts halfway across. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like running out of things to say. Instantly, another thing about double one that will interest you hmm. is a little bit of advice for, for any listeners who are on double one. And I was told this by some of the better players in, in my league. Uh, if you've got three darts in your hand and you're going for double one, uh, one up, one in. Right. Oh, right. oh okay. Don't, don't so go straight for it with the first one. Just go for maybe go for the wire at the top of the like one. A marker go, yeah. Yes, exactly. Mm. Yeah, because there's nothing more sort of deflating than you've got three in your hand and you just stick the first one straight in the one. That's one the up, the one in. Nice. One up, one in. Darren the West Bromsat. Oh, no, we've got to go. Heard yeah. it's, I heard it's called Annie's Room from Annie Oakley. If you haven't got it with your first, you probably won't get a second shot. Is that right? Is that where it comes from? We're not calling this a book in Boston and England. They'll be hundreds, won't they? You could well be right. So, so Tim, we can find the first one, certainly. There may be more you're going to see, are you? Well, I'm certainly going to put number two up there because I've I've written I've written some stuff for, for number two, so I'll record that uh, after this phone call and, and bang it up there. But I, I'm not actually sure how, how interesting it is, the idea of <laughs> clogging up my YouTube channel with 20 separate... Uh, things without any visual at all of just me wittering on. I, I don't know who wants that. You could, could film, you, film yourself <laughs> doing it in front we, of the board. We often get people come on and really sell what they're doing. And, <laughs> but that, this, wasn't, this wasn't a situation. 
Not Can sure. you talk me into it, please? Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Tim. Keep going. I didn't think we, we don't. To... We don't know if we have to get guests on to promote things and give it's them a pep it's talk. It's a new form of advertising. It's a new technique <laughs> I've got. <laughs> I'm going to listen to it. It can't be that bad. Yeah, that's what they're listening. Well, he thinks it's rubbish. Let us be the judge of that. <laughs> well, yeah. Charlie only ran me 20 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> so it's on your YouTube channel. And just remind us yeah. what it's called, Tim. Uh, well, Tim Vine Televisual is the way to get to the YouTube channel, yeah. TVTV. And, uh, and yeah, the first one's up there, Board of Numbers. Marvellous. And we can find... Can we find your Kojaks? Are they still up there, your episodes of Kojak? It's Columbo, not Columbo. Oh, sorry. Columbo. Oh, dear, that's not... See, I'm not helping, Goodness am I? Me. Of Col- of... I'm Perhaps sorry. you should do Kojak at the same time. <laughs> oh, don't give me ideas. Who loves you, baby? <laughs> no, Columbo, they were very good. I, the, the one in the aeroplane was fantastic. Oh, yeah, Beautifully dressed yeah, set. Well, I'll tell you something about that, actually, oh. just quickly. The, the person in the aeroplane, the, the episode you're talking about, was starred Lee Grant, who was mm. also in Shampoo and got won an Oscar for that. And... Uh, and I actually, she's still alive, she's in her 90s, yeah. and she's on Twitter, and I actually flagged up that episode to her uh, that I'd filmed, and she got back and said, uh, said oh, thanks, Tim, you know. That's lovely. And said something, it's amazing, it's still popular at Columbo, you know. Oh, that's like nice. That. So yeah. I was thrilled to get a, a reply from someone who was in yeah, Columbo. Fantastic. Does she know anything about the number two? Definitely. <laughs> well, ideally the number three, because he's got stuff on the number two, it's number three struggling with. Three, a... I have struggled. Well, I haven't even thought about three yet. I've been trying oh, to put gosh. enough things. Can I say that my favourite thing, this will appear on the the number two uh, mm. uh, one. The, the, the best thing I ever saw involving the number two on a dartboard was when I was uh, playing, I was had a little, a little darts tournament going on at, at work when I was working in, in Croydon in a, when I had a proper job in an office. And there were two people playing and they, and they got stuck on double one. We tried this tournament you know, that I'd organised because I wanted to win it. And, uh, <laughs> and these two, they could not finish between Maureen Drinkwater and Graham Dapper, if they're listening. <laughs> they <laughs> what a game that was. <laughs> They got stuck, right? So they said, "Let's do it. Let's uh, let's go high score wins." So uh, so Maureen threw threw seven. She threw a single five and two ones, which actually is you know, it's quite good, but bad a bad score, but not a bad effort. Graham stood up, needing just seven to beat, <laughs> and she threw three single twos. I can remember I can remember them landing. I remember my legs giving way. That's still the office. Well, there we are. If Maureen Drinkwater and Graham Napper are listening, <laughs> shamed on this radio. This one's for you. Uh, cheers, Tim. Lovely to talk to cheers, you. Thanks Tim. very much. You too. Take care, chaps. Bye. Bye. Tim Vine there. Go and check it out. Uh, Tim Vine's televisual YouTube pages. Yes. Hawksby and Jacobs Daily World Cup Podcast from TalkSport. TalkSport. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. 
Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hawksby and Jacobs Daily World Cup Podcast from TalkSport. TalkSport. You've been getting in touch. Uh, yeah, Charlie's dad um, sent him a little bit of info about some venison he bought, and it said there may be lead shot still in it. So be careful as you. As Shows you, it's fresh, Paul. Yeah, doesn't it? that's if what you, you crunch want, down. You know. Yeah, yeah. They, they warn you that if you have something like that in a restaurant. I'm not a big fan of it actually. That sort of gamey stuff. No, for you, that's bit of roadkill, no? You pigeon and all that. I don't like they're a bit strong. The meat's a bit strong for, for me. You, not Paul, not no. a fan. Um, what if you had to? Like that was all that was available. Well, well, you hadn't eaten what, for a yeah, day. Something like a survivalist yeah. pigeon. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the sort of thing a kid says, Charlie. <laughs> what if you had two, though, Dad? Yeah, but I wouldn't eat. But what yeah. if you had two, Dad? What if there was nothing else to eat? It's but taken you this long to work out my personality, <laughs> is it, Paul? <laughs> yeah, but Dad, what if it was? But look, just go eat, eat your nuggets and go to yeah. bed. Uh, anyway, where were we? Um, you've been telling us uh, what all sorts of people have been sending you found in, yeah. in your dinner. We'll, we'll spare the businesses you've mentioned because some of them could be litigious, and we're only taking your word for it. Yeah, so that's true. Um, um, there was a, quite a nice one uh, here. My mate ordered uh, a kebab, um, which consisted of the doner meat, the chicken tikka, the oh, sheep yeah. kebab, the salad, and a pound coin. <laughs> After complaining to the restaurant in brackets owner, he laughed and said, "Well, at least you got it a pound cheaper, mate." Oh, hell, oh lovely! That's <laughs> Health nice. and safety nightmare. There we are. Andy's been in touch. I think it's our Andy, a different Andy. After enjoying a great meal in one of Sheffield's finest Indian restaurants, mm. we were asked anything from the sweet menu. Homemade kulfi was the speciality, so of course we went for it, and it was deliciously served in a nice fluted glass. Enjoying the last mouthful, I found half a dozen self-taping screws. <laughs> <laughs> the way. Later was delighted as he was putting up some shelves and was wondering where he'd put them. Yeah, that's not the answer you give, is it? I think I'm terribly sorry, sir. Please have your dinner for nothing. Not necessarily that. No. I once had a moth the size of a pterodactyl in hotel breakfast, says Dave in Whitley Bay. Right. It had been well fried between slices of black pudding. <laughs> Fantastic. Preserved. Like- yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, when I brought it to the attention of the staff, the chef uh, apparently deducted it must have landed in the egg pan overnight. I can only assume the egg pan was, in fact, the everything pan. <laughs> yes. Cook it all in the same, but you get the flavours then, well, Dave, black pudding, you? that sort of thing you'd want in a black pudding, isn't it, Paul? That's just like intestines anyway. Is that yeah. the intestines? That's haggis, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, it's, it, yeah we won't, I mean, yeah, we won't, the, the black pudding's not for everybody. Uh, my uh, nan baked a fork in a fish oh, pie. Well, Is that a nursery, bad. right? <laughs> that's Tom in Brighton. <laughs> it is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's like a euphemism, boy. Oh, this is the horrible one. Chris in Stoke ordered a takeaway, Indian takeaway, and whilst eating my curry, discovered something a bit chewy. Turned out to be a dog end. Oh, oh no. We'll have Chris. all eaten one dog end in our life. Absolutely, oh. definitely, boy. Oh, it's, the, it's that can of lag you pick up at the party, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Dave, Dave Davis has been in touch. I found a pig's ear tag in a pork pie. That's all right. <laughs> Really? That's, that's at a farmer's market or something. They'd be like, that. that'd be part of its selling point. Yeah, I suppose Actual it would Actual ear be. tags in here. Yeah. There we are. What do they think it's made of? 
Some of these, yeah. I mean, some of these. This is the, some of these would definitely secure you a five pound voucher <laughs> from the retailer involved, well, actually, wouldn't they? I, used to, I worked once at the uh, as a part time job. I worked mm. at the head office of uh, a well known supermarket that yeah. you can send stuff back to. They normally give you a refund without any question. Do you know the one oh, I'm talking yeah, I know about? The kind of Not thing just any supermarket, Paul. Let's oh, just okay, say that. Yeah, right, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I worked yeah, at the head office for a bit. Mm. I worked shutting down their uh, wedding list uh, section. I was, you shut it I, down? I had to ring brides and say, they've, I'm afraid they've shut the wedding list section down. They, that was your They'd job. cry, I'd apologise, we'd, we'd all move on. Right. Anyway, I worked on the same floor as if anyone did find a bit of old glass or fag butt in their curry or their sandwich, mm. they'd send it back. And I worked in, in on was, the floor where the great. food got sent back oh. and they had a room, a room. <laughs> that wasn't refrigerated. Yeah. But it was just a room, and you'd go in. You, people oh. would put on like like a a mask, you know, to to go in. So did they leave it as a room? kind of a, a museum of of spoiled food? And it was like okay, then Janet, I'm just. They weren't from Devon, but I like to do it from Devon. Yeah. Okay, then Janet, I'm just going in the room. All right, get your mask on, then John, off you go. Then mask on. A cacophony of smells. In, come out with like a curry or something, like with a bit of something in it, you know. A bit of and old, then you'd have to then send them a voucher and, and apologise. Look into how it happened. How did this happen? And the, in the process. apologise, yeah. yeah. One of the many jobs I've had, Paul. Charlie, I had a job like I did They something. shape you, the jobs like that, Charlie. <laughs> they don't do. they? They've certainly shaped you, I can tell that. <laughs> yeah. I did something last night I never thought. I, I, my son came, he's shaved his head recently As um, he? for a charity. Oh, okay. And uh, he's not quite sure. Because his it. hair was quite long, you know. Yeah, he popped yeah. in, he spent a few days with us, didn't he? Yeah. Him and 20 of his mates shaved their heads. Oh, it's a nice in their thing. It was a nice thing to do. Anyway, it's, it's sort of getting to that sort of tennis ball fuzz stage yeah, now. Like Dick Emery. So he's, he, uh, he he dyed it blonde, yeah. mm. and he was quite pleased with it. And then, right. and then it started to go that sort of faint, sort of reddish, gingery colour. Right. Yeah, yeah. So he dyed it black, but himself. Oh. He did it himself. Right. It did not look good. <laughs> so he came home in a panic. So last night, I, my wife was out. She didn't want, she didn't want to do it anyway. Yeah. Uh, I dyed his hair blonde. You dyed last your son's night. hair. Dyed, me hair high, I dyed my son's hair blonde last night. How did you do a good job? I think I did quite a job. I'm thinking of taking it up, Paul. If I'm honest, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. What were you saying to him? You saying going away this year? <laughs> and, and he's saying, "Well, I don't know. It's up to you. You're paying what, for it. What are you doing for Christmas? <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. you're playing for probably at home. My dad's a bit of an idiot, but what can I do? You know, and my daughter, Paul. My daughter's mm. playing Mary in the Nativity oh, this year. That's nice, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's lovely, isn't it? She's in the Nativity, she's playing Mary. Yeah, it's probably, gig, that. probably about now. Right. Um, uh, it's on again tomorrow. I'm going tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, but they do say that what you play in the school nativity shapes the rest of your life. And yeah. you're, so I'm interested, Paul. Who were you in the school nativity? Innkeeper. Was, uh, I've got, you've got very no. big. You've got innkeeper energy about you, Paul. No, sadly, never got that gig. I was, I was a wise man. Were you? Yes. I cannot remember. William Patton Junior School, Stoke Newington. Um, Gold frankincense or myrrh? Which vest were and underpants, you? no shoes, a kind of long gown. Oh yeah, big tall hat. Nice. Make um, your own, or did they? Did they have a school? They one made that the, everyone... the teachers made the gear. I did. Yeah. But one of them walk right. That thing we have to walk. It's a picture of me walking down the middle of the aisle of the of the oh. hall. Yeah, and I'm holding something that may be gold, frankincense, or murk. Oh, I remember. I'd love to see that picture. And I, I, and I wonder, love to see it. I wonder. I've got it home somewhere. I'll bring it in. Bring it in. We and need I to know. I wandered through the middle there, and I had no lines. I just. I, oh, I was, Paul! Little did they know that you'd be 
with that gold. You'd, you know, be, you'd be creating radio gold for yeah. the rest of your life. You know the great nativity story, don't you? There yeah, is there well, is an absolute <laughs> classic. Well, I mean, it's one of those. I'll take it now. I don't think it's apocryphal, but I would love to have been there <laughs> because the kids. I mean, my kids have done it, and your your daughter's yeah. doing it now, and they get a bit nervous, don't they? Yeah. They so yeah, Mary yeah. and Joseph it could happen today. <laughs> Mary and Joseph they knock on the inn door, and Joseph says, "I am Joseph, and this is my wife." Mary, she is with child, and we have nowhere to stay tonight. May we stay in your inn? And the innkeeper said, yes, <laughs> and invited them in. <laughs> and that was it. So they, they kind of look at each other and go into the inn, and the door closes, and the teachers are scrambling around the back. <laughs> and then the door opens again. The innkeeper stands by. I would, she is with child. Come on. No, but you may sleep in the stable. <laughs> Brought oh, the house down, apparently. Yeah, when you all have to be at that one. We want to be on that, don't anyway, we? Anyway, nativity's there. If did, you've got, didn't do any if of you want to get, yeah, What did, did you play? play? Yeah, and did, it shape, did it shape you? I'm not a particularly wise man, as you've probably discovered over the last 20 years. What were you, Charlie? Did you ever get in the nativity? Innkeeper. Well, of course, there's oh, the innkeeper. you innkeeper. Innkeeper energy. All, I'm all about being the innkeeper. No, because you get big laughs as the innkeeper, Paul. Oh. It's great. It's a great, it's a tiny little part. You're milking it, Dean. Went out and did sort of five minutes. Did your first? Where are you from, mate? <laughs> What's it got to do with you? You're five. Um, <laughs> doing a song. All right, Baker, sit Just down. Sit down. Sit it's down. not all about no you. Room at the end. <laughs> you turned it in exclamation mark. I da 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 da. that was it. And give us a K. Let's move on, shall we? But if you want Bethlehem. Yeah. If you want to tell us whether it shaped you and what happened to you. Talk sports. Hawksby and Jacobs Daily World Cup Podcast from TalkSport. Quite a few nativity tales. Some interesting roles. My lad played a stable door in his nativity. <laughs> there were too many kids, so they just made rolls up. See? Stable door. <laughs> just, that may shape you, you in are. years to come. He might be a bouncer for the rest of his life. He could well, be. Good, good, could be, yeah. Good. You're not That's coming true. in, you know, he's, he's got it already. So uh, you can keep those coming, we'll bring the best of those. Uh, I was a tree in my school nativity in the 60s, says uh, <laughs> Rob, um, wearing a pair of my mum's old tights. Clearly a non-speaking part, but much waving of arms, brackets, branches. Thank you, Rob. <laughs> a tree. <laughs> a tree. <laughs> the Christmas tree. There we are, of course. Anyway, the, um, the England players didn't come home with anything really trophy-wise, but they did come back with a cat. Two of them did, or they will do. Dave the cat, I'm sure you're aware of this, befriended. Uh, one or two of the players weren't sure. Didn't want cats around and were having their lunch. Yeah. Phil Foden apparently not keen. Not for him. But uh, well, his prerogative. Yeah. But uh, Carl Walker and John Stones very much were. They fell in love with Dave. Give him little tidbits, like, like a holiday cat yeah, gets little tidbits around the table. But they loved him, so he's going to move back to Manchester. So in the meantime, he's staying uh, at the Qatar Animal Welfare, Welfare Society with Kelly Allen. Kelly joins us now. Hi, Kelly. Hey, Kelly. Hi, how are you? Good, Good. thank you. So, um, does this happen quite often, uh, the idea that the kind of animals in that part of the world get adopted and, and flown to different parts of the world? It does surprisingly happen more often than you would think, especially with people that are coming over, fall in love with the rescue, and then we send them on to join them later on. Hmm. So where, what's Dave's situation at the moment? Is he? I suppose he has to have his jabs and everything yeah. before he travels. He's not sitting in a crate for a couple got of months. He's he? got to work his notice, Paul. He's got to work his notice at the hotel. <laughs> they're quite strict. They're quite strict on notice periods at the at the hotel. But we have, what, what what's his situation at the moment? I think he's going to be the most pampered pet in Qatar for the next four months. To be completely honest with you, he's a complete celebrity. Yeah. 
Um, he is very, very well. He's still recovering from his little injury on his leg where he had a scrap with another cat in the hotel. But oh. basically, he, he's just staying here while he does his vaccination process. And then he has to do a rabies blood test to qualify for entry into the UK. Hmm. And unfortunately, there's just a long waiting period. So there'll be a lot of cuddles on the sofa just while his paperwork kind of runs out the 90 day requirement before he can travel. Now, I was saying the other day, you can c completely correct me if I'm wrong, Dave is probably, he's in the hotel, he's being fed well, there's often bits of bits of fillet steak yeah, or whatever being lovely. passed around. He looks pretty healthy, cat. And uh, mm -hmm. he's living in the beautiful warm weather uh, of Qatar. And it's going to be a bit of a shock to the system <laughs> when he turns up in Manchester in January or February. Um, a very <laughs> different way of life. And yeah. I was reading a letter to the Telegraph today from Cherry Tugby. She said, after four years in Qatar, my daughter brought home a handsome ginger cat she had named Rory. Uh, though friendly in Doha, Rory has become the neighbourhood hooligan here, feared by other cats. <laughs> um, England footballers Carl Walker and John Stones, who've brought back Dave the Cat, or will do, will should warn their local felines. So I suppose, he, like you say, he's had a scrap. He's a bit of a street cat. I mean, round... OK, uh, we just have to... He is a little bit of a rough-looking cat, hmm. but he is an absolute softy, and I think he was probably on the receiving end of the scrap more uh, than the instigator. Right. Okay, so you don't yeah, think he'll have any trouble himself. adapting to Cheshire? No. no, no, not at all. The weather will be a little bit of a shock at first, yeah. Um, but they never, ever have any trouble with adapting, and it's amazing how fluffy they get during the winter when they go overseas. Mm. So, yeah, he'll find, he'll do absolutely fine. No it's, got, it's got Disney or Pixar written all over it, isn't it? What, Dave, the adopting of Dave, Dave the cat, Dave moving the to cat. Manchester. Moving to Manchester. It would be a Dick Whittington style be, story. It'd be you know. Disney'd up though, and all the oh. people in Manchester have flat caps on. It'd be a real yeah. kind of Route One, <laughs> wouldn't it? It'd be just a, oh, it's not like Qatar. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Qatar. Yeah, it'd be very, it'd be very Qatar. Qatar be there, wouldn't it? Of course, yeah, yeah, Well, it's, it's. I mean, it's, it's quite heartwarming, really, isn't it? That the guys, the guys fell for Dave. It's lovely, and especially because. He's, with the best one in the world, just a regular moggy cat. I mean, mm. he's gorgeous. He's such a lovely personality, yeah. but he's just a regular street cat who happened film, to be good for the, film. the luckiest cat in the world to yeah. walk into the right hotel at the right time. Mm, yeah. Good for the film that he's a nice cat, Paul, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Good for the film that he's sort of happy-go-lucky, could be played by, like, you know, just like who's, a nice... Who's, who's, who's nice, the voice of Dave? A nice, who's the Robbie voice? Williams, I'm going with someone like okay. that. You know. <laughs> Robbie Rob Williams. That's, that's, I know just, that's kind of. Why not? No, I'm not. I'm not saying it's a bad idea. Oh, okay. I'm just, I'm just it out sounded left, like slightly out, it was a bad idea. Out of left. Well, we'll have a proper meeting about this <laughs> okay, later. Yeah, sure. This is not. This is not the time it. or the place. Got to get Bean Island off the ground first. So he's he's not sort of as I said. He's not he's not in a confined space, Dave. He's he's still roaming. He's having a good time. He's just away from the hotel, and he's he's all ready to go. Yeah, he's in a foster home, so we've picked oh. him up off the street so he stays nice and safe hmm. because um, where he was, I mean, he was very well looked after by the guys at the hotel, but living on the street is not a, an ideal situation for any cat. So he has, his plans are set for his travel, so he's been picked up and is in a foster home so he stays nice and safe and uh, we can keep him updated on social media so everyone can follow his story. Fantastic. Oh, That's great. great well, look, give, give him stuff. our best. Give him a biscuit for us. I will do. Absolutely. Yeah, Thank, Thank you, you, Kelly. Thanks very much.
You're very welcome. Thank you. Kelly Allen there from the Qatar Animal Welfare Society looking after John Stones and Carl Walker's cat, Dave. He'll, he'll be fighting KSI at Wembley before you know it. he moves to Aldley. Won't he? Yeah, sorry? He'll be fighting KSA at Wembley before you know what, it. What, Dave the Cat? Dave the Cat, big social media following. Yeah. He'll be he calling out Jake Paul. I'm sure they'll be. I'm sure the boys will be sharing sort of pictures of how he's uh, yeah. settled in. If Carl, Carl used to live round the corner from me, not, I mean... Much bigger gaff than me off, but he lived around when he was at Tottenham. Oh, yeah. So I'd like to think that uh, there was a possibility that Dave, he would have had quite a long walk from where I live to where he lives. That may have climbed. I might have seen Dave oh, in the garden. Seen him just, he was my dog wouldn't have liked that. Oh, no, absolutely not. Been Don't want the responsive in my dog chasing yeah. Dave. Thankfully, it won't Dave happen because he's up in he's up in Manchester now. Yeah, um, actually, Carl Walker had a couple of dogs at the time. Oh, did he? He still has. So he's got, he's got the dog. So kick the, do- he's he's kicked the dog. This is the bad bit of the story. He's kicked the dogs out. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> They're living in a... They're back on the street. Friend, yeah, they're back on the streets. I'm sure that's not the case, Carl. <laughs> they're trying to... They're, they're around some hotel. <laughs> hotel. Just, I don't know what happened. We had a life hotel of Hotel in Manchester, His yeah. cat turned up. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's the little subplot, yeah, isn't it? The, there, yeah. the dogs want him out. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> it. Robbie Williams coming into the studio to voice it. I was quite surprised I got this gig, Why? says Robbie. <laughs> it was only Charlie Baker who suggested it. I wasn't down to do it. I thought it was a um, good idea. I was the lead king. Or was that the lead king? It wasn't Gold Franken sense and lead was oh, it okay. oh this is Andy Smiler oh my Andy Smiler I, oh, you'd have to be the lead king Andy wasn't there three <laughs> I don't remember one of the kings being any more important than the other well they were gold frankincense no, I, I think it's lead I think it's lead okay I don't think it is I was the lead king he's talking himself up a bit oh, at, right. at the Cove Manor Infant School because I was the only one who walked slowly <laughs> <laughs> it's great they perfected his yeah, uh, slow walk oh, exactly yeah. brilliant thank my you lad, Neil Megson's been in touch my lad was in a play about Robin Hood he played the main tree he was on stage for an hour and a half yeah. <laughs> parents complained it was cruel him standing there all that time yeah it's not easy is it <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> just standing still as the tree. People do that. The um, Brian the Bedfont B. No, not sure what this means. Whether I was shaped by my nativity roles, but I played in order: a carrot, a Christmas pudding, Charles Dickens, and, <laughs> and I'm now a courier. Oh, well. Oh, well, well, he always delivered. Well, he always, he always delivered. As a performer. Thank you very much. Well done, I won't do the last hour because of that joke. Oxford Hawksby and Jacobs Daily World Cup Podcast from Talksport. Time to do battle once again in the birthday spread. Pretty simple format. Andy has been collating 10 birthdays from this week. Right. And it's the job of myself and Charlie to try and guess the ages of these people that uh, he gives us. He'll have a a top quality gag attached to each one. Um, Some of these people will know, some we won't. So some will be an educated guess. Some will just kind of base on what they do for a living. Mm. It's a bit of a punt. Um, And the person that answers the question gets the 10 birthdays guessed with the smallest margin of error after the 10 birthdays, the least years out, is the winner. Yeah. Um, Charlie, you won last week. I did, you? yeah, a, brilliant. Got a decent run at the yeah, moment. pretty good, pretty good. Um, Andy Jacobs joins us now. Hi, Andy. Hey, Andy. Hi, and Hi. Uh, I'm quite excited. Uh, it's 10 brand new names. Wow. Uh, or 11 Ten brand new gags. Yeah. Well, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> it's, they're different, that's one thing. That's good. Uh, we need someone to keep score, and uh, doing that for us this afternoon. Yeah, Jeff Peters oh, there. He's in, the, he's in the nerve centre. Picking up for some yeah, just get in the phone. Just oh, get in the phone. Yeah, 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 it's uh, Charlie's win last week took him on to 16. Um, mm. He's still 20 behind Paul mm. uh, on 36. But uh, what a contest last week. Fantastic it was a, it was stuff. Really and Andy's good, gag's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, really good. great. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. OK, well... Uh, Don't great... send me a memo. And we always bring you the work of Sergio Mendes and the great Pele musically, oh, and here they are. 
So, Charlie, as you won last week, you'll lead us off for Good. the spreads. Yeah. So, uh, here we go. First birthday, please, Andy. Yes, it's the racing uh, journalist and former jockey of the... Uh, Injured Jockeys Fund, Bruff Scott. Oh, yeah, good old, old friend, Bruff. Bruff's. Lovely. lovely and guy. yes, I'm quite excited actually because my band is just signed with his independent record label, Bruff Trade. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, you're going to lease off Bruff. We always have a chat with him. 75. I, th- I mean, he doesn't look it, but I think he's a bit older. Oh. I think this. I saw a picture of him in the paper. I, I didn't feel confident when you said, oh, we no. always have a chat with him. Like, no, no, you know. no. I, I saw a picture of him in the paper, so I'm, I'm guessing it was a landmark. Yeah, okay. So I'd say well, he's not 90 and he's not... I'd go 80. I'd okay. say he's 80. Yeah, he is, in fact, 80. Oh, oh that's why they had the picture. Yeah, he, he, he was some research. Were you looking at, no, the, looking at the birthday? It was, was Tom Pan tribute to him, so uh, I wasn't looking at the birthdays, no. <laughs> I wouldn't do that, Charlie. So that's pretty easy. Jeff, I think it's 5-0. Um, it is, yes. <laughs> and of course, using Charlie's, you, you get you get like minus 10 points, is it? Oh, for a right. Charlie's is system, that by yeah. Charlie's system or, or not today because it's yeah. not him? No, no I don't think so. It's not really a fair system, it's is it? Best. Okay, off we David go. David Mays has sent us in a whole system of what happens if you get it, but we haven't got time to read it now. No. Maybe we'll look at David it. David May, the old Manchester United player. He's got a lot of time on his hands. He had a lot of time on his hands when he was at Man United, to be honest. That's right. Such good midfield. He didn't have to do a lot of defending, did he? That's true. Okay, next birthday then, I'll lead. Okay, uh, she's the broadcaster from Springwatch, Kate Humble. Oh, yeah. Kate Humble. Oh, yeah. And every year she likes to cook us an annual meal. Her starters and mains are delicious, but the dessert she makes with pastry, sugar and apples oh, is lovely. terrible. <laughs> but she insists we finish it. We're forced to eat humble pie. Forced to eat humble pie. Humble Let's get pie. ready to... That's okay, it. lovely. Now, she's another one, I would think, mm. a bit like Bruff, that's, um, that, uh, that is older than she looks. You think? Got young hair, hasn't she? Young she hair. has got young hair. You young hair. Um, <clears throat> what is Kate Humble? 50, 56. Yeah, that's where. I, do you know what? That's exactly what. Is that I was what you thinking. were going to say? So I'm going to stay with you, Paul. I'm going to go fifty-seven. Oh. No, she's 54. Oh, oh sorry, Kate. Well, I, was, I got that horribly wrong, didn't I? <laughs> Somebody there who looks young was not as old as we thought. Mm. So what's that done to the scores, Jeff? Paul, you're two out. You're on to two. Charlie, three out. He's on to eight. Oh, it's pretty tight, though. Back to Charlie yeah. to lead us Six, off. Okay, the he, the political scientist and master of the University College of Oxford from 2008 to 20, mm. 2020, Professor Sir Ivor Crewe. <laughs> Sir Ivor Crewe. Yeah. And I played rugby against him once. I was on the wing and Ivor was at fullback. And I ran full pelt into him and came off much worse. He was so solid, Crewe. Oh, oh, nice. Very good, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Kids. Guess when very we scored good. the winner. Oh, yes, of course. Ivor Crew sounds like a Ronnie Barker. It is character, Ivor. Got, yeah. He's got a good engine. No, right, yeah, okay, you probably okay. would have. What, uh, what were his years? What did he yeah, do, Andy? Say, just say it again, us. Andy. Ivor Crew. Uh, yes, he was the uh, Master of University College, Oxford, from 2008 to 2020. Mm. Oh, right, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, sure. Kind of 78. That's a good guess, Charlie. Mm. Um, 76. 77. Oh, <laughs> wow. What a game. What a game. Yeah, both one out. It's Paul three, Charlie nine. 
very tight game this is turning out to what be. How are you getting game. on at home? Let us know. Talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH and Joe. Whenever he's ever got naught without cheating, any of our listeners have got every one spot. Someone will say that. Donald yeah, Trump. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> from North Korea. Kim, Kim Jong un, yeah, yeah. Kim Jong un, yeah, definitely. Always every wins time. a birthday spread every week. Every uh, week. Right, yep. um, I'll go next. What's the birthday, Andy? He was the chairman of the US Federal Reserve from 2006 to 2014, Ben Bernanke. Ben Bernanke. <laughs> and I always invite him to our works Christmas mm. party at this time of the year. There's nothing like a bit of office Bernanke Panky. <laughs> <laughs> I thought okay. it was Bernanke. I thought you were going to go down oh. the penalties room. Oh, yeah, oh, Anthony yeah, Bernanke. Nice. Well, um, that's not his name, it? it's Bernanke. Yes, oh, okay. Is I told it? you, Jeff. <laughs> so. Um, You're typing away already. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, definitely memo on the way. I'd say 74, yeah. 74. 74, 74. 74. I'm going to try and get me six back. I'm going to say 80. Oh. <laughs> well done, Regal. Oh, no. 69. Oh, <laughs> wrong way. What a nightmare. What has that done to Charlie, 11 out on that one, on to 20. Paul, 5 out, on to 8. Okay. okay. It's right. still very worth a risk, though. Well, it was worth yeah. a risk. Not a volatile game. It's still very much alive. Uh, what very much think? alive. Yeah. Okay, next one. Okay, last game before half-time, and not a game, last birthday before half-time, yeah. the chief scientist from the meteorological office, that's oh, yeah. easy to say, isn't it? 2009 to 2016, Dame Julia Slingo. Oh. Dame Julia Slingo. She's always enjoyed hanging out with footballers, old and new, players like Stones, Gascoigne and Best. Mm. Yes, it's John, Paul, George and Slingo. <laughs> <laughs> that's very, that's very that good. very good. That's in the top ten, I yeah, think, of gags really, this year. Yeah, that's excellent. That is very good. It does feel like a bit... Yeah. You're getting in new games this Christmas. Yeah. We got Slingo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 How'd you play it? I've got no idea. <laughs> Nan can play it. She can't play uh, Cards Against Humanity, so we'll play Slingo instead. Mm. Um, so <coughs> what, what were the yeah. Slingo years? Say it again. Say it again, Andy, the years. What were, what were uh, the years? Chief Scientist at the Met Office, yeah. 2019 to 2016. Oh, okay. Yeah, so sure. you went backwards. 2009. Oh, no, 2009. Sorry, 2009. Sorry, yeah. Benjamin Button situation. Um, <laughs> 72. 72, Charlie. 72. 60, 67. Ooh, she's 72. Ooh. Ooh. 10 points. Oh. Slinger. 10 points. <laughs> That's what we call a slingo in the trade. Yeah. That's what it will be known as. A direct hit will now be a slingo. Do you a slingo. Um, what's that down to the scores, Jeff, as we head into half-time? Direct hit for Charlie, so he stays on 20 at the halfway stage. Mm. Paul, you were five out. You're on to 13, so okay. seven oh, in it we'll midway. Take it. We'll take it. Quite the game. Yes. Um, yes, afternoon, chaps. I got the coveted Joseph gig, not once but twice, when I was a blue-eyed boy with curly hair at Nayland Primary School, says James in Essex. Now that I'm a dad, it's hard to hide my disappointment when my boys are given the roles of sheep or shepherds. I want to shout, you need to up your Christmas game. Wow. But I have to bite my just tongue. Sit on the sidelines. Come on. Andy, were you ever in the nativity? Not really. No. Oh, okay, no, for <laughs> obvious reasons. Um, <laughs> didn't get asked. Wouldn't have been, <laughs> wouldn't have been quite we'll relevant. Move, sw- yeah, I, was, <laughs> I, I didn't think that through. It wouldn't have been right. Um, what, about, what about you, Jeff? <laughs> Um, no, because we never had nativities because they couldn't find any wise men in Leicester. So. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, yes. Yes. Down that 
really. <laughs> I'm glad you left it there with the old it gag. Back down. So um, there we are. That's uh, that's the Nativity Tales. They're quite short-lived and a bit eggy at one point. So uh, 2013, as we uh, as we head, uh, and yes, we'll come back very shortly, and we will bring you the second half of the birthday spread. Talksport, Hawksby and Jacobs Daily World Cup Podcast from Talksport. You've been responding to the first half of the birthday spread. Colin Hives, uh, who can be quite critical of Andy's material in the birthday spread, said, I take back everything I've said about Andy. This is his best ever. A stunning performance. <laughs> wow, hey. Yeah, the reviews are in. Half. The slingo has been your way to the second half. Yes, a game of two halves, Colin. <laughs> My half-time score is a disappointing 39 after such a good start, says Chris in West Hampstead. So there we are. I see you've not read out Darren Penn's tweet. <laughs> well, do you want me to, Jeff? It. Because it will come back on you, mate. <laughs> All right, well... He says, we'll leave that one. I'd keep the pen in the case if I were you, uh, Jeff. Good point. Uh, Okay. Yeah, because I'm playing the long game on your behalf. Yeah, yeah that, that's, that's a good shout. It's not. It's, it's a reverse rep Freddie Jones situation from last week. Although he did message me actually to go. I was only joking about you thinking oh, you're a professional. Yeah, yeah, um, say that. Uh, Max Rushton's been in touch. He's he's out walking with his son Ian Rushton. Apparently Ian's on naught. He's doing very oh, well. Very Although well. he's <laughs> googling the answers. Um, so anyway, the second half. Then here's okay, Palais and Sergio Mendes. So it's okay. 2013 at half time. Yes. I'm, le- um, and you're, you're I'm leading now, aren't you, Paul? Yeah, but only by seven. Next okay. one, then. Uh, getting underway, the second half with the musician, composer, and producer William Orbit. Oh, yeah. William Orbit. And I, I've always known he's a big rugby fan, but I was surprised to see him in the car park at Twickenham one day, driving round and round the former Welsh scrum half Rupert Moon. Yes, it was good to see Orbit <laughs> circling the moon. Thank you. Yeah, William <laughs> Orbit. That quite works. He was on Jules uh, <laughs> yeah. on a little while ago, didn't he? he worked with Madonna Madonna, and yeah, the yeah, Frozen yeah, album. Yeah, 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 did the Adagio for strings, the classical stuff. Fantastic. Not, yeah. not in my orbit. Not in your orbit. Um, <laughs> what is he? 60, 60, like 63. 63. You, reckon, you don't know who he is, do you? I don't know who I'm he is. So told I'm you. pleased. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll your marker down. up. I'm going to go 64. Because you 66. could... 66. Yeah, 66. Oh, I chip one off, you see. It was you, good, wasn't it? You could have easily gone back 95 yeah. if he'd gone first there. He might oh. have thought he was an old venerable. Exactly. Yeah, you know, okay. Yeah. Or them's, William, that's quite a young name, isn't it? In some sort of ways. Not really. William, William Shakespeare. William the Conqueror. <laughs> William the Conqueror. <laughs> no, not many, not, not many old <laughs> names. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's the scores there, Jeff? Paul, three out onto 16. Charlie, two out onto 22. Six in it. Okay, very Ooh, tight game. Back to Charlie. Paul got crossed then, just because I got one back. He, no, he I didn't get really crossed, Charlie. I just, if you're going to say dark out. things like William's a young name, just expect The curtain really falls when Paul starts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wicked. Slingo. Okay, let's... Yeah. Here we go with the visual artist and sculptor oh, yeah. who works with painted metal, apparently. Oh, yeah. Julian Opie. Oh, yeah. Julian Opie. And he's a massive fan of Italian cooking, especially the desserts. But his doctor has insisted that he cuts down his intake. He said, OP1 cannoli. Oh, oh blimey. Wow. That took some construction. Yeah, long run up, wasn't it? I was going to do the grand old OP. White <laughs> <Yeah>, ball. <laughs> ah, we are. All right, OP. Do you know William OP? No, Bill OP? I don't, I don't know. He's that not is. William, is William, it? What's his William. first name? Julian. Oh, it's not Julian. Called. It's quite a young name, that's what I said. <laughs> Julian. Julian. Julian's a very young name. Mm. <laughs> my name's Julian. This is my friend OP. 58. Um, 58. That's a good guess. I was going to go. I was going to go about fifty-four. So I'm going to take a chance to go fifty-four. 
64. Oh, okay, Ooh. it did the job. It did the job. I think that... He's looking well, isn't he? What yes. is the job? Whoever he is. That um, yeah, Paul, 10 out, so on to 26. Hmm. Charlie, 6 out, on to 28. So Paul's yes. lead is 2 with 3 to go. Game on! Drag Paul down to my level. That's all I needed to do. Yeah, OK. Back to me then. Big, big one, this. Turning point. It is. Uh, she edited The Archers from 1991 to 2013. Vanessa Whitburn. Vanessa mm. Whitburn, yeah. editor of The Archers. Her new project, though, is a real time documentary featuring 24 hours in the life of a Nashville music studio starring mm. such artists as Hank Williams and Joni Mitchell. Yes, it's an everyday story of country folk. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm. 60. Ooh, 69. Mm, that's a good guess, Paul, because that doesn't give me much manoeuvring. Mm -hmm. But let's try and get the two back, shall we? Let's go to 71. Ooh. Ooh, she is, in fact, 71. Oh, oh, I might need the tie break. Yeah, a second, <laughs> second direct hit for Charlie. Yeah. It's 28 all! Oh, with two to play. Oh, 28, <laughs> 28. Charlie leads yeah, off no, here. I can easily mess this up from here. Okay. Yes, here well, we go. he's the director of the new art gallery in Warsaw, Stephen Snoddy. Oh, Stephen yeah. Snoddy. Quite a young And man. I'm producing, funny enough, I'm producing his new series. It's a general knowledge quiz for youngsters. It's called Snoddy Knows Kids. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Would you say Walsall or Warsaw? Warsaw. Okay. In the Midlands. Still don't know. They're in the Midlands. One in the Midlands, okay. yeah. Just Stephen off the M, Snoddy and he's off the, the M40 there. He's the head of... He's the, he's the, he runs he's the, the art gallery. Runs the art gallery. You know, the guy's got big New ears. New art gallery. Yeah. Yes, he's got big ears. <laughs> I'm going to say... <laughs> if you're listening. He'd play a king, wouldn't he, in the Tiffany? 46. <sighs> OK. Um, a bit young, I think. No, no, said not it necessarily. Now. Said it now. 56. Oh... He is, in fact, 63. Oh, Could be crucial. That's not bad. Don't give an old man no. like a new art gallery for. <laughs> Sorry, Stephen. Give young, if, young people the art man. galleries. Don't, <laughs> Sorry, Stephen. Um, well, what, 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 what art you should we put in there? <laughs> Some of the old art. Let's have a nice kitten. Yeah. <laughs> What's that done to the scores, Jeff? He's gone. He's gone. Uh, Charlie, 17 out. He's yeah. on to 45. Uh, Paul, enough. 7 so, out, yeah. on to 35. So, 10, in ten. It. So, well, yes, yeah, maybe first. 11 either way. It's, yeah. it's winnable. I mean. It's winnable. Yeah, that's what I mean. I doubt Very to go winnable. First. Um, I have to go first, so it makes it more difficult for me. Let's see yeah. what the last birthday okay. is. Yeah, she's the German politician, foreign minister, Annalena Baerbock. Mm, quite a young Annalena Baerbock. Annalena yeah. Baerbock. And I'm, uh, I, she's taking part in the big amateur race at next year's Cheltenham <laughs> Festival. I'm really looking forward to seeing Baerbock riding. Yeah. <laughs> what does she yeah, do I again? I don't get that reference Annalena at all. Baerbock. What does she do again? No, of course not. No. <laughs> Annalena Baerbock. Could have been worse, couldn't it? What does she do, Andy? Just to remind she's, uh, Oh, she's a German politician. Mm. Just a German politician. That's all Annalena got. Baerbock. That's all I've got. Wow. No. Good luck, Paul. It's tough, isn't it? Yeah, it's a tough game, isn't it? It's a tough game. It's not for wimps. Annalena Baerbock, the German politician. She's got no years, Andy. She's just got no years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just on. asking. We've all got the same info here. Yeah, I'm guessing that's <laughs> true. You have to go first. Annalena Baerbock. <laughs> Don't go 10 years low or high, though, will you? 63. <sighs> got to be, you've got 11. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I've got, well... 11 either way. If I go this, if I go 10 below, that's a draw, 50, then, isn't it? It's yeah, a draw, yeah. You don't want to draw, though, do 52. You? 
She is, in fact, 42. Bang! <laughs> what about it, Paul? What a great what game. What a good game, game, wasn't it? What a good game. What a well, good that, game. Do you enjoy is... it, Paul? I did enjoy it. You don't look like you enjoyed it. <laughs> no, I did. You didn't look like you enjoyed it. <laughs> I, was in, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. You look like you just want to wrap the show up now. <laughs> I, enjoyed, I enjoyed some of it. <laughs> I enjoyed it ever so much. I thought it was very good. Yes. Excellent <laughs> jokes <laughs> from, from Andy. Some And he, even some of yours, Jeff, were excellent today. Yeah, suddenly really you're quite on side with Stephen Snoddy having that gig in <laughs> yeah, Warsaw Yeah, as well. what a great... I'll tell you what, it's, it's a good, good that they're, they're putting... A an older, older generation in, in charge of well stuff said, like that. Charlie. <laughs> well said, Charlie. Well said. What's that down to the final scores? It finished Paul 56, Charlie 55. So it's bare, wow. bo- it's bare bock to bock wins for, uh, for Charlie. So 36 17. Hawksby and Jacobs Daily World Cup podcast from Talksport. Talksport. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. Um, Charlie, you'll be back with me next week. Uh, back, not on back Tuesday, next, back next on Thursday. Thursday. Next Thursday. But, but you are back Saturday. Saturday with Max. Yeah. Uh, I think stuff. we're 9 till 11. So either 9 till 11 or 10 till 1. Third place warm up. Third place warm up. Imagine yeah. that. There we are. There we go. Fantastic. Um, Andy will be with me tomorrow. All the regular Friday stuff, of course, as we build up to a big weekend of World Cup football. So do hope you can join us then. And thanks for listening. Hawksby and Jacobs Daily World Cup Podcast from TalkSport. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.